This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ari, who is from the uh, Atlanta United Academy, is the director of Atlanta United Academy, joining us now on the WaitForIt.com hotline. Matt, welcome into the show. Great to have you. Thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Matt, thanks for taking the time for us this morning. We appreciate it. But I, I wanted to pick your brain after what we saw on Wednesday with Luke Brennan, with David Mejia, with so many Atlanta United Academy products getting to play at Mercedes-Benz Stadium against Mexican competition in Toluca. Just tell me what your emotions were watching all of that. Uh, the, the next day I was walking on clouds. I mean, there was not much that could go wrong in my world. It was just, it's been an amazing preseason for us just seeing that these players can go in and really affect the game. We know that our young guys are, are not always going to come in and be a Tiago Almada, be a Luis Araujo and, and be able to impact the game in that way. But these small opportunities at these young ages, the, the growth is immense and the future gets more and more exciting. So it's, it's been a really fun preseason as an academy director here at Atlanta United. Man, talk about what it allows you to do this week or after having this experience for them. What are you able to do with them that maybe, I don't say you couldn't do before, but how do you follow up them getting this opportunity? Yeah, the, the first thing, and this may shock you, but the first thing is make sure these kids are up with their school <laughs> because yeah. a lot of them are still in high school, and, and what we don't always think about is how talented they are, that there's another piece of the puzzle. So our first step is actually making sure that they get back in with school and they connect with their teachers and, and they make sure they're doing what work they need to do to, to continue on that. Um, but the other piece is we have video that is absolute gold now. We have video of Luke Brennan against some high-level Toluca defenders. We have video of Noah Cobb um, playing against some unbelievable attacking players. So now we can really dive in with the player um, and individually talk about what was this moment like for you. Well, you know, Think about how your hips are situated here. Think about where you're looking here. And, and just trying to help them with little details so that they may get that opportunity again. They're that much better. Um, so it's a fun part of the year. I can only imagine, too, for the other kids in the academy, the younger guys coming through who, who want to be the next Luke Brennan and want to be the next Caleb Wiley, that this is something that you can use when you have the, the conversations with that even more next generation coming. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's the, there's the culture piece. And, you know, all our academy kids were at the game against Toluca. They're all sitting in the stands watching these guys that they see at the training ground. They see training with the academy teams of the twos. Um, so just from a cultural role model standpoint, it's immense. But then diving into the, the details of it, we have data on Luke Brennan from when he was 12 years old all the way to when he's 17. So we have a great sense of when is the player ready? Um, when can they jump into these scenarios? So it gives us really good sense um, within our, our work of, of when players can be ready just based on those top-level players. 
Matt, you mentioned 12 years old. I mean, uh, but what's the earliest you've really kind of start to, to monitor somebody? Maybe not bring them in yet, but at what point do do people get kind of get on your radar? Yeah, well, well, they'll be on our radar at 9, 10, 11 years old. We obviously start with the U-12s, um, and we, we, we have really good relationships with the local clubs in the area. We're constantly communicating with them. We also work closely with RDS, um, regional development schools here in Atlanta, um, as players come into that program, you know, we're understanding of, of where they are and, and what makes the most sense. Um, so, yeah, we start at pretty young ages. And then as they continue to progress, um, they could find their place in Atlanta United Academy. And then the, the world's their oyster. And it just takes hard work and commitment and anyone can make it. I feel like that's a, a really underrated part of the club's overall mission is those relationships with the local clubs and Sam and I were both talking about high school sports and, and even the high schools, you know, me being out calling some of these high school games and seeing guys who have, you know, relationships with Atlanta United's Academy, whether it's in Gainesville or, you know, whether it's players who, who play over in Cobb County. How is how important is that in your job to build those relationships and nurture those relationships with local youth clubs, with with high school programs and just the community at large? It's immense. It's everything. I mean, we, you know, we really believe in the talent here in Atlanta. That is the whole point in our academy. Yeah, we're going to have some players from around the nation in different areas within our older ages, but 95% of our population is Atlanta born and bred kids, at least within the metro Atlanta area or, you know, around Georgia. Um, so our relationships with the top clubs, with every club um, in Atlanta, as well as the high schools, is so important. We try to give back. We host college showcases. Um, we do different things with club directors, bringing them into first-team games, bringing them into first-team training, just trying to connect every piece of the puzzle. Um, at the end of the day, we, we want top players, and we know that those top players are going to come out of these clubs, out of these school systems, and then hopefully we can just do that final polish at the end and, and give them a chance in front of uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. But we need these clubs, and we need the community, and, and they do an amazing job. Our piece is just give back, give back, give back, make sure they feel valued and, and part of the process um, because it's immense. Folks, we're spending time on the waitforit.com hotline this morning and really getting informed on what's next as far as Atlanta United with uh, Atlanta United Academy Director Matt Lowry. So glad he's spending some time with us this morning. Talk about the infrastructure that's in place. And I'm sure there's some things since the coming of Atlanta United have evolved or have grown or people have invested in but just talk about the infrastructure that's already in place, um, pockets and areas where soccer was thriving and producing uh, players that would be capable of playing at this level. Yeah, it's been fun. I've actually been here since 2016 as the U-12 coach, so I've, I've gotten a, a pretty good sense of this academy as we've grown up. Obviously, Tony Annan was the original academy director. He's now at University of South Carolina, but uh, we owe everything to Tony. He's the one that really built this program and, and started the foundation um, things are evolving now. We actually have our older ages are, are actually in a different school program because our 16s, 17s, and 19s teams actually train in the morning. We did that so that they could move quicker into first team training or into the reserve team training. So now you have an ecosystem at our older ages where players can get pulled from U17 training in a split second. Head coach Gonzalo Pineda needs an extra player. Great. Let's send this kid up and off he goes jogging up to first team training. So that ecosystem and connectedness has never been closer. Um, and it's been a really, really good structure. But that's probably one of the biggest evolutions we've gone through over this 
last little bit of time is, is just that adaptation to make sure our players get the opportunity with the pros because that's, that's what makes the difference. What's that relationship like for you between the first team with Gonzalo Pineda, with the second team now with Steve Cook, and the academy? And how much do you guys talk about progression for these players? Constantly. Um, I'm in the first team meetings every single morning, so I have a good understanding of the needs of that team. And, and you know, if they need an extra player for training or, or what have you, I'm there to support in that way. Um, then Steve Cook, Jose Silva, who's the two's assistant, and myself will sit down, talk through training, talk through that player movement, and then that trickles down into the academy or, or, or trickles up from the academy. So it's constant communication. We have set of meetings every week to get around it, but the reality is um, we have to move quickly. So a lot of it happens organically just in and around the office, but the training ground is a small place. Everyone's really interconnected. Gonzalo and his staff are unbelievably open. Um, they try to get out to watch two's games. Gonzalo was here this weekend watching the U15 scrimmage against GSA, uh, Gwinnett Soccer Association, a, a great club we work with. So the connection is there, and a lot of the communication happens organically, um, but it's constant. We need to be ready to support the first team and, and be ready to support players coming back off injury, what may have you in, in the two setup as well. So the movement's both ways. One conversation that we've had a, a lot, Matt, is kind of the Atlanta United way or the Atlanta United you know, identity in, in terms of a player or a style of play. How much does that get talked about in those conversations with, you know, Gonzalo, with Steve, about what they're looking for in terms of how players are developed or what kinds of players they're looking for? Yeah, we have certain profiles that we look for. Um, you can start to see them. I mean, George Bello was an amazing left back for this club, went off to Germany, and now you have Caleb Wiley, who's a really similar profile. Very athletic, able to get up and down the field, can can play as a winger that Caleb's currently doing now, even though his best spot may be left back at the end of the day. So you can start to see consistencies in the type of players um, that we're looking for, and that's constantly talked about between our scouting team, our identification team, between Gonzalo and Steve Cook, you know, does this player make sense to first team? Um, and if not, there's a ton of other pathways that, that we can use. You know, college is still, I think, priority one for our academy players. If we can get a player a full scholarship um, to a Division One university, that's a massive win for us. Um, so not every profile needs to be perfect. Some people are on different timelines, um, but there's constant discussion about does this guy fit with the Atlanta United way of playing fast-paced, aggressive without the ball, attacking but possessing with the ball. These are all part of the discussion points. But we try to take care of every player in their own way. Every player is different. Yeah. Matt, Matt how much does this happen around, around the league, on MLS? Does everybody have something similar to this or just like this? Or, or um, I was wondering that just, just league-wide. Yeah, that's a great question. Every MLS pro club has an academy. Some are bigger, you know, nine teams, seven teams, six teams like us. Um, some are a bit smaller, only two or three teams. And it's all based on the market. And, again, I, I go back to how lucky we are to be at Atlanta, this market for youth soccer, this market for athleticism, um, for just sports in general is, I think, one of the best in the nation. So our piece is let's dive into Atlanta. Let's make sure we're giving back to the community, and the community will respond with top talent. Some other areas around the country just aren't that lucky. 
So you see more academies that are, you know, more based on scouting and bigging players in to residentials or what may have you. Um, but we're really focused on trying to stay in the community, give back to the community, and pull talent from the community. Um, so it depends on where you're at. Obviously, Los Angeles, amazing market. New York, amazing market. They're very similar to us, but some of the others have to be a little bit more creative in, in where they get their top talent. But it is a common system. So as we go into to year seven with this club at the MLS level, um, it's 2016 for you and for the academy, Kind of what's next on the horizon? What do you see coming down the, the line for Atlanta United uh, and the academy in the next few years? I think, you know, we can see it. The academy is now five, six years old. So now we have players like Luke Brennan, Caleb Wiley, Daniel Sabatu, Alan Carlson. These guys started with us at the U12 level. Um, we know that we're going to pull some guys in at later ages, U14, U15. Johnny Fortune joined us at U16 but we still want to try to build players through um, all the way through the system because we know then they're going to have the humility. They're going to have the give back to others. They're going to have the commitment piece that is so important in our culture as they go through the academy. Um, so I think that's really the fun part is now that we have a generation all the way through, we've seen our successes. How can we make it a little better? What details can we go back into our curriculum, what we're doing at U13, what we're doing at U15? Can we polish it a little bit based on the players that we have through it? Um, and I think it'll be a fun part of the process. Fantastic. What options What what options you have for young people who get plugged into this? It's simply remarkable to hear this. Uh, Matt, we appreciate you getting up this morning and and sharing some of this with us. I know it's still a big week for you guys, too, as we get set for the season opener coming up on Saturday. Uh, but thanks so much for spending some time and bringing the knowledge. And, hey, you got to have to drop back in with us sometime. <laughs> I'd love to. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Really enjoyable morning. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.